0: Bye. What is going on you guys, my name is Justin but you can call me Jay Swag and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag, appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen and hanging out with us here on this very cold uh, Wednesday evening, I'm sure for most of you it is a cold Wednesday evening, Um, wherever you live. Or, I mean, I guess maybe it's not Wednesday evening when you're listening to this, but if you're here live, it's Wednesday. And it's cold here in Virginia. It is 36 degrees. And I know that in the northeastern United States, where a lot of my family is, they're getting a snowstorm, I believe. So definitely cold for them, too. But anyways, regardless, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about some wrestling. And we are back. Um, It's been a... A hot minute um, since we last predicted a WWE pay per view. Um, I believe it's. I don't even know if we did SummerSlam. So it may honestly have been WrestleMania. Oh man, I'm not sure. Um, but regardless, it's been a while since we last talked about um, a, a pay per view and since we pre- last predicted. Um, but I kind of mentioned this on, uh, I believe it was last week's episode, actually, how I kind of wanted to start getting back into it and start watching again, because, you know, obviously if you if you know me, or if you listen to the show at all, um, you know, that I'm a big, big wrestling fan always was growing up and then was on and off for a while, but then kind of really got back into it in college. Um, and only gotten more into it recently, um, in the past few years but then recently you know the past year or so I kind of or really just this year since Wrestlemania stopped kind of watching it paying attention and I, and I again I went over that in last week's episode so if you want a, more of a detailed breakdown of of why and what you know all that stuff you can uh, listen to last week's episode but Anyways, I, I just said how I wanted to kind of get back into it and start watching it again and predicting pay-per-views because I missed it. It was something that was, you know, it was familiar to me. Um, and, you know, I think right now, <clears throat> excuse me, this year, um, and especially just right now in this season for me, familiarity is good and comforting. So I kind of missed that. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm kind of getting back into it. So I watched, uh, what was it? Survivor series uh, a couple of weeks ago and really enjoyed it. Um, and I think I put, I put predictions out on Facebook for that, but I didn't do it on, uh, on the podcast, but we're back. We're doing a dedicated episode. Um, and mom, that is incense that is smoking and burning, uh, on my desk in front of me. Um, It's kind of become a thing now that um, whenever I do an episode, I like to uh, burn some incense because it smells very nice, and it makes my office smell good, and it's uh, a very relaxing, calming scent. It is um, oak moss and citrus and sage. Um, So it's very earthy, but... um, and not too perfumey, but it smells very good. Um, so that's what's smoking. Um, but anyways, um yeah, enough enough rambling from me. Let's get right into um some predictions and some some wrestling talk. Um, so before we actually get into TLC, um just to kind of go over some stuff that's just been happening in the wrestling world recently. Um, for those of you who don't know uh this past Monday on Raw, they received the uh lowest rating that they've ever gotten in the history of the show, and by rating, I mean viewership numbers so if you didn't know um you know obviously if you you may or may not have heard of Nielsen, but what they do is they track um who you know viewership of t v shows and then typically. It's usually either the next day or the day after, you know, one to two days after the show airs. All those numbers are available, uh, and they're made public. So basically, Raw... I don't know what the actual number was. I think it may have been like 1.6 or 1.16. But it was a record low number this past Monday. They've never had lower viewership on an episode of Raw. Um, And so... um, you know that's just kind of been a thing, and a lot of people are. Uh, it's kind of been drumming up a lot of conversation and, um, you know, theorizing of what's what that means for the WWE and what they're going to do about it. Um, there's this account I follow on Twitter called WrestleVotes, Votes, um, and they are kind of, they're not a journalist, but they're kind of in the dirt sheet business, I guess you'd say, where they just they have a bunch of sources that they talk to and they can get information on. Uh, from that work within the WWE, they're all anonymous, obviously, but they just they have very reliable information, um, and they always you know wait until it's been confirmed, and, and so they never have any false information or um, any kind of uh, uh, dramatic stories that may be embellished or anything. And they kind of talked about it actually, actually, um, and yesterday tweeted out. Talking to a source just now who said the record low raw rating news isn't sitting well with those in power to a point where they expect some reactionary decisions to be made. Time will tell. So we'll see what that means. Again, I mean, that's just confirmation that things are going to change and stuff is going to happen. Um, what that will be, we don't know. Um, a lot of people joked that Vince was going to get on the phone with Undertaker and be like, hey, never mind, you're not retired anymore. We need you to come back and be a full-time wrestler on Raw. Um, I hope to God that's not going to happen. I mean, I don't think there's no shot he would come back and be full-time, but I just hope that he doesn't immediately go back to that, you know, that well of the Undertaker. Um, but I would definitely look for more appearances from kind of the Legends Um Wouldn't be surprised to see Ric Flair popping back up on TV. Um, He might try to get Stone Cold out there. Um, I'm trying to think of... They might reach out to Hulk Hogan to make some appearances, maybe Mick Foley. Um, But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the reactionary decisions that are going to be made is to bring back Legends um, for that nostalgic, you know, pop. Um, But that's not long-term thinking. That's very short-term, like they said, reactionary decision-making. And I don't think that's right. I I think that's not going to help anything. It may help, you know, kind of put a Band-Aid on the numbers, but they're not going to get any better. Uh, I think what really needs to be done is for them to, you know, and really for Vince McMahon... Uh, let's be honest, to start investing more in uh, your talent that you have currently. Um, I mean, this is also, I, I screenshotted another tweet from Russell Votes, who just five hours before that tweet about the Raw ratings said recently, a group of writers were asked to make a list of underutilized talents they felt could shine if given the proper opportunity. Those lists ranged wide, but nearly all of them included Cesaro, Angel Garza, Chad Gable, Carmella, and Peyton Royce. Um, And first of all, I agree with all those names. I think if they were given pushes, sustained good pushes, they would all shine. They would all wildly succeed because these are people that anytime they've gotten a remote sense of a push, the crowd and fans have gotten really excited and behind them. But for whatever reason, Vince McMahon just doesn't get behind it. So they're you know momentum is just immediately cut off um so i think it's interesting that that kind of was paired with the raw ratings thing um and i think that's their answer right there it's sitting right in front of them of you know people are tuning out i mean a cable tv numbers are just on the decline to begin with but especially now in the pandemic you'd think i mean TV numbers are up, but it's a lot more streaming. Um, so, I mean, like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO, all their numbers have skyrocketed in the pandemic and since the quarantine happened and started. Um, but, like, you know, WWE is seeing fairly drastic drops in their numbers, um, which, I again, I'm not going to attribute solely to that. There's other things which I'll get to, but... We saw the NBA with record low numbers uh, this season. Uh, MLB's numbers were down a lot. The NFL's numbers are... It's just like a lot of... I don't know about other you know, network shows, um, but numbers are down on cable just in general. So that's part of it. But the other bigger part for the WWE is, I think personally, you have people like me who love wrestling have been watching since they were a kid. Um, you know, they have their favorite wrestlers. They watch the pay-per-views, they subscribe to the network, they, you know, do all this stuff. Um, and they're invested, but like me, you know, I got sick of the same people getting the same pushes and the same people not getting any TV time and the same boring storylines happening over and over again, just getting recycled, Um, The poor writing, um, you know, just the nonsensical storylines and a lot of just the the more business side decisions that WWE have made this year, too, um, you know, in regards to releasing a horde of talent that they didn't need to to save costs when they made a profit, like not even just like um, I can't remember the financial term. I think it's in the black. like they were still making plenty of money where they could have afforded to pay all those talent that they let go who are hardworking full-time talent, but they'll keep paying, you know, Hulk Hogan hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to make three appearances a year. And, you know, same with the guys like Ric Flair and uh, stuff like that. Whereas, you know, you had guys like Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, um, you know, referees who have been around for 20, 30 years um, that are just getting released uh, for, to cut costs. So stuff like that is what's driving, I think, core fans away, like myself, who I, you know, didn't watch Raw or SmackDown or any pay-per-views for like seven or eight months there. Um, so I think that's what's causing a lot of these low ratings, and you have this opportunity right here where they literally just recently asked their writers... Who do you think is underutilized that, given the opportunity, would shine? Like that's your answer right there is invest in those people, write compelling storylines, like let your writers do their job. Don't have Vince McMahon just write every single thing and scrap what the writers wrote two hours before the show goes live. Um, again, it's just like it's a vicious cycle with the WWE, and I probably sound like a broken record now, but it's just at the end of the day, a lot of their problems and issues fall on Vince McMahon's shoulders. And it's just him being a man. Um, oh, what's that phrase? Man out of time. No, not out of time. Uh, like how Captain America was when he came mm-hmm. off the ice. I don't know. I can't remember the, fr- I can't think of the phrase, but he's just, he, he's out of his, his time. To- like it, it, he was so good in the eighties and nineties. Uh, but, his time has passed and it's time for guys like triple H and Paul Heyman, um, and your writers to have actual power and, 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 a, a you know, decision making with the writing and the talent themselves to be able to make decisions about, you know, their characters and storylines and stuff like that. Um, so anyways, I know that was kind of a, a little bit rambly, but, um, that's just stuff that all happened. Like I said, within the past two days, um, that's obviously very pertinent because, uh, you know, uh, we'll see if, if this has any direct impact on TLC this Sunday. Um, it's very possible, you know, they could have had certain plans for, for Sunday, but now they're getting record low numbers. And so maybe they're going to make some changes and, that might affect how the show goes. We'll see. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, that's, that's kind of that. And now, now we can kind of just jump into the actual um, pay-per-view and the predictions. So, starting us off is uh, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles in a TLC match for the WWE Championship. Now... I'm going to try to give a little bit of context for each match just for those who haven't been paying attention or don't pay attention at all, and you're just listening to this because you want to support me. Um, Drew McIntyre is the current WWE champion, won it back uh, from Randy Orton a couple weeks or a couple months ago um, <clears throat> on Raw. And basically, they had a series of contender matches, uh, and AJ Styles ended up winning those to become. Mm-hmm number one contender for uh the title. So that's really it. Um, which is fine. I'm not I don't want to say like that's all it is. Um but yeah, I mean it's there's not a whole lot of backstory in the storyline. You know, it wasn't like a organic feud that came up a rivalry. Um it was kind of just like, hey, you're you finished your rivalry with Orton. Now it's time to move on. Let's get a number one contender. Um pretty, you know, standard stuff. So uh, McIntyre has, you know, had, had, he's had some aid from Seamus, um, who's his good friend, uh, the past few weeks, uh, you know, in finishing off his feud with Orton and in beginning his feud with Styles. Um, the past few weeks they've kind of teased like, Ooh, maybe will he, won't he like betray McIntyre and screw him over, um, or try to get his own. Championship opportunity out of it. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen on Sunday. Um, because what would happen in that sense would be that he would basically screw over McIntyre and help, which would then end up helping Styles to win the championship, and then he and McIntyre would just feud for with like not for the title, which would make a whole lot of sense. Um so I think he won't have any interference on Sunday, and I think he will probably end up turning on him, but I think that'll just be later down the road, maybe in a couple weeks. And we may then get Seamus versus McIntyre at the rumble. Um, I don't know, but um, AJ Styles has the advantage for TLC experience. He's been in a couple of the matches. McIntyre has never been in one before. Um, Styles also has his new bodyguard almost uh, with him. So that is going to be a little bit of advantage as well. Um, in terms of storyline um, but at the end of the day like I said McIntyre just won the title back um a little more than a month ago and I believe right now the plan for Wrestlemania is him versus Lesnar versus Keith Lee for the title at Wrestlemania which I'm a huge fan of and I hope that does happen so either way I think he's going to hold it till Mania um <clears throat> I don't think they're gonna have Styles win here. Um, I wouldn't mind Styles beating him for the title at some point. I just think it's a little too soon now. And it's it's a B show. You know, it's not one of the big four, it's TLC. Um and the you know, the fans are very much behind McIntyre as well. So again, I don't think those reactionary decisions from the low ratings will affect this match at all. But at the end of the day, I, I have Drew retaining. Um, I think they'll probably have some re- a relatively big, you know, spot, um, you know, maybe him kind of throwing styles off the ladder, like through a table or something like a, you know, I think they're going to do something a little memorable here with this match. Um, because I don't think that the other TLC match is going to go as cleanly, Uh, I think there's going to be more interference in that one. So this one, I think they're going to have just like a big spot uh, that kind of puts Styles down and lets McIntyre get the definitive win. So, yeah, I have Drew McIntyre retaining the WWE title. Next up um, is Randy Orton versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, And this is actually the only non-title match on the card. So far, that's been confirmed. Um, I'm only going through the confirmed matches. um, And this is the only non-title one so far. So after SmackDown, we should definitely have, I think, one or two more matches for the the pay-per-view. But anyways, um, in regards to this one, it's a little harder to go into it contextually without going on for like 25 minutes. So essentially, Bray Wyatt and and Norton have feuded in the past... Um, and Rand Orton got the best of Bray Wyatt. Um, but with his new character, Wyatt is kind of going through all of his old foes and, you know, kind of rekindling those robberies and basically beating all of them. Um, and I don't see that ending here. Um, but so the difference here is that now Alexa Bliss has played more of a factor uh, in the feud, which has been nice, uh, kind of seeing her character change a lot into more of a fiendish type um you know in that kind of realm it's been really cool they've been one of the lone bright spots of raw the past few uh past few weeks um but yeah so she's been a nice addition without oversaturating it like she hasn't been a distraction or been too much of a focus um they've put her in just enough and they actually haven't had her around in the past couple weeks um which I think may play a factor, um, and she may be in line to kind of um, play a part in the match on Sunday um, either for either side. We'll see. Um, but The Fiend hasn't wrestled in a while. Bray Wyatt has had a couple matches, but um, not The Fiend himself. Um, but, I mean, unless it's, you know, unless it's Goldberg or Roman Reigns, The Fiend doesn't really lose. So I don't see him losing here. Um, So I have the Fiend winning. And I think there's going to be a fairly um, straightforward match uh, in terms of the Fiend's matches where it's fairly one-sided. He'll eat some offense up, but we will pretty much no-sell it the whole time, uh, which is great. I'm not complaining about it. I love his matches. So I'm excited to see it. I mean, they always do something a little different with each person he works with. Um, So we'll see how this match goes. But I think it'll be good. I think it'll be more physical than most of his other matches. Um, And Orton may end up getting the most offense in yet, but at the end of the day, I still have the fiend winning here. Uh, Next up is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and a partner of her choosing for the WWE women's tag team titles. Um, So for this one again, some of these are it's a little too difficult and convoluted to go through the context, but essentially, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler have been the tag champs um, for a couple months now. They're not friends, and that's been their whole thing is like they hate each other, but they're like the two best women in the division, so that's why they're the tag champs, and they're just running through the women's division it's a very tired trope that WWE has really relied on in the past couple years. Um, and this is no different. It's been pretty boring to be honest. Um, and they've both been just antagonizing Lana for like months now, um, putting her through tables every week, forcing her to stand, um, you know, and not enter the match, uh, in survivor series, uh, for her to end up being the lone survivor. Um, but, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, trying to give Lana her good baby face underdog comeuppance, um, you know, over the two of them. And so it was supposed to be Asuka and Lana versus the two of them for the titles. But um, Lana was, uh, is too injured to compete now uh, after Raw. um, And that's all kayfabe. So my money is on Lana still end up, ending up being her partner. Um, and they're going to try to have it be like a surprise thing of just like, Oh no, it is Lana. Um, but like everyone's going to see it happening and it was literally going to, it's going to be six days that she was out. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. They could pull swerve on us, but I don't know. And I don't want to, I don't want to have like conditional predictions But so I'll say this. I think if Lana ends up being her partner after all, I think she's going to play a major factor in the match, may even end up getting the pin. Um, And if so, if Lana is her partner, I think that they will be victorious and they will win the tag titles. Um, If it's not Lana, they probably will lose. (laughs) But I think this is their way to try to give Lana her big underdog victory over the two of them. So at the end of the day, I have Asuka and Lana. I have Lana being the mystery partner, and then I have the two of them winning. Um, But either way, whatever ends up happening, whoever her partner ends up being, and whatever the finish is, I just want this feud to be over. And I want all four women to just move on to separate things because this feud has just been so awkward and uncomfortable and just weird and terribly booked. And it's been going on for months and it's just been the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and I kind of hope that Asuka and Lana win just because I want the team of Nia Jackson and Baszler to break up because uh, I'm just sick of that team. It's just so boring. Um, and they literally have done the same thing for the past like 10 weeks on Raw. So yeah, I'm just like not into this match. I'm not into this feud at all. Um, but at the end of the day, I have Asuka and Lana becoming the new champions. Um, by the way, if you have any questions, feel free to throw them in the live chat per usual. Um, we got a couple of viewers here. So I always like to say, you know, I like this to be as interactive as a show as I can make it. So if you have any questions or comments or whatever, just throw them in the chat. Uh, With that being said, we're going to move on now to our next match, which is Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in the other TLC match, this one for the Universal Championship. Um, So for this match, a little context. It's really just, you know, Reigns is continuing his kind of of head-of-the-table tribal chief storyline with his cousins, um, mostly Jay Uso, uh, but Jimmy has been kind of part of it as well. Um, and it basically this rivalry started with Kevin Owens, um, facing Jey Uso in a match a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown. And then basically Kevin Owens being like, Hey, Roman, I don't like what you're doing. Like, you're a loser, whatever. Um, it was better than that. That's just the way I can dumb it down. Um, Again, a lot of what I'm saying for these makes it sound like I'm not into it, but i I'm very much into this feud, and I'm just so into everything Roman is doing right now um anyways, so since this feud has kind of started, Kevin Owens has turned a new leaf a little bit. he's still a baby face, but he's more back to his like aggressive side um you know that side where we saw him you know stomp and stand on cena's u s title or when he headbutted vince McMahon um you know, that kind of aggressive attitude that you kind of get from a a heel, but he's still his baby face uh, character, which is is fresh, it's good. Um, It's just a little bit of a refreshing of his character to keep it from being stale. Um, And it it helps uh, liven this feud up um, and give it some life. But like I said, Roman Reigns is on a roll right now. Oh gosh, i to my stream. Um, Hold on, audio. I apologize for that. Um, I just don't know, man. Government cannot silence me, I will be heard. (laughs) Anyways, so I was talking about Roman Reigns Um, and I believe someone in the chat said, do you think this match will be anywhere near as good as Reigns versus McIntyre from Survivor Series? no, but not to say that this won't be a good match. Um, I think um, that match was just like really, really good. And it was supposed to be like kind of like WrestleMania main event worthy. Um, like that was how they wanted. That's how they built it up. That's what they wanted it to be. Um, they kind of wanted it to be hard to top, so to speak. Um But that being said, I still think this is going to be a really good match. Um, I think it's going to be really physical, probably the most physical match of the night. Um, We may even see some blood, Um, which you know is when WWE is really trying to hammer it home. Like, man, this is a hard-hitting, physical interaction. Um, But... Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think Roman Reigns is on a roll right now. Just with everything he's been doing uh, ever since he came back at SummerSlam, it's been he's been absolutely my favorite thing about the WWE, um, it, which is just hilarious because heel Roman Reigns is what people have been asking for for literally like five years, and then WWE just refused, and then they finally turned him heel, and he's literally the most over, like, and like most captivating character uh and is doing absolutely the best work of his career right now. It's it's awesome. It's so fun to watch. Um but anyway, so at the end of the day, um yeah, I think it's going to be a really physical fight, but I think at the end it's going to be similar to the Reigns McIntyre fight where um Owens is hanging in there and uh jay Uso comes in to interfere to once again try to prove his worthiness. Um Uh, to Reigns and to prove that he belongs, you know, he, he, you know, deserves to have a seat at the table, um, with the family. So give his cousin a little, a little bit of assistance, but yeah, at the end of the day, I have Reigns return, uh, retaining the title, um, in not in a not so clean fashion. Um, yeah, Reigns, I see holding his title definitely, uh, Until WrestleMania as well. I'm really hoping we get Big E wins the Royal Rumble. And then he beats uh, Roman Reigns for the title at WrestleMania. That would be so... um, But we'll see. I wouldn't mind if if Reigns won and just held it for like three years. But um, yeah, so that's that match. Um, And then we have... Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Um, I almost just said Carmella Anthony, which is hilarious. Basketball is on my mind. Um, Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship in just a normal singles match. Um, I think this is going to be a good match. I think it should be competitive. Um, And I think it kind of has to be in order to establish Carmella as... Um, you know, a credible main event worthy uh talent um especially with all this build up you know we had at least a month, if not like two, of just consistent you know build up of all these vignettes of the mystery woman um when it was finally revealed, I think after Helen cell that it was uh Carmela um and she immediately was in line for a title match. And they got a title match last week on SmackDown. And I don't remember how it ended. I mean, I know, obviously, Banks retained the title. But I can't remember if it like had a clean finish or if there's some sort of DQ or something. But I, I see Sasha Banks uh, retaining here just because, again, she's another person who just recently won her title. Um, and she's at the top of her game right now. And I think they want to hold on to her being a champion for a little while, too, at least through the Rumble. Um, because up until, um, when was it? Whatever time that, so I think she, she won the title at Hell in a Cell and then she defended it, um, maybe at another pay-per-view or on a raw or something. And she finally actually defended it because before that she was zero and four in title defenses, I think maybe zero and three, but that was just the, the pattern with, uh, Sasha banks is she would win the title. And then the very next time she defended it, she would lose it. So she never had a title reign more than like a couple weeks or a month at a time. And so I think this is finally the the rain and the time where she holds on to it for a little while and establishes herself um, as a credible champion who um, can win the belt but then hold on to it. so I have her going over here. Um, again, I think it sh- I think it'll be a good match, and I think it has to be, or else it'll be a little upsetting and confusing that Carmelo is just like you know slingshotted skyrocketed, cannonballed into the main event scene. Um, and then not really proving that she belongs there, which I think she does. Um, and I think the writers do too, as was, you know, as was mentioned earlier with that tweet. Um, but yeah, so I think this will be a good match, but I think Sasha's going to retain. And then finally, the last match on the card that has been confirmed is the new day versus the Hurt Business uh, for the raw tag team championships. Um, and so just some context for this one Um, the New Day have been champions for a while now they were the SmackDown Tag Team Champions and then they were drafted to Raw so they just swapped titles with the Street Profits so they've been Raw Tag Team Champions since October but they were SmackDown Champions for <clears throat> a little while before that too um, and I mean they've basically been in the Tag Team Championship hunt or seen for years um but since they came over to raw they've had no real contenders um other than the hurt business um and for a while the hurt business was consistently losing to the new day um on raw and on pay-per-view they just kept losing um and so it was a little bit confusing too because it was like all right you have the hurt business who is getting pushed pretty pretty heavily for a good reason and people were behind them um they were getting good heat they were beating a lot of people and then they started kind of interacting with the new day and then they kept losing and it was like oh my god they're losing their credibility already and they're just being buried um but then this past week on raw they finally beat them um in a non-title match so it looks like they're trying to give them a little momentum and say, Hey, maybe they're kind of starting to figure the new day out, figure out some of their weaknesses. Um, especially since they don't have big E now and he's still on SmackDown. So at the end of the day, I think if the hurt business lose here, they have to move on from this feud. Um, because we've literally had new day versus Hurt business since like pretty much after SummerSlam, I think. um, and it's just it's just gone on and on and on. Um, and it's just, it, there needs to be a new feud. But that being said, if the Hurt Business lose, the New Day have, like, literally no more credible teams to face after them. Um, like, I'm, I'm trying to think right now, who are the other tag teams on Raw? Um, there's Retribution. Um... I literally can't think of a single other tag team on Raw because the Viking Viking Raiders are out. Usos are on SmackDown. Uh, Shamie and Cesaro aren't a tag team anymore. I mean, they haven't been for a while. Um, I guess he could maybe move on to Miz and Morrison, but they feuded with them like a year ago. So... There's just no one for them to move on to. So that being said, I think that the Hurt Business should win here. And that's my prediction, is that they finally best the new day to add to their collection of championship gold. Because remember, Bobby Lashley is the United States champion. And so then when you put the tag belts on Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, you kind of really establish them as a good heel faction that, you know, has all gold. Um and just you know can keep running rough shot of the the raw roster. Um, so I'm all for um, hurt business winning and again, the new day at this point are just at a point in their career where they can eat the losses and it won't affect them anymore. Um, so they can very much afford to to drop the titles to the hurt business and especially to a team like the hurt business who I think at this point, they're in a position where they need the belts now to move on and to keep their credibility. So I think that's the best move here. Um, so that's the only uh, championship. Well, I guess I have that in the women's tag team titles, changing hands, but that one's kind of a little iffy, but yeah, this is the only real championship I have changing hands, but so there's two more matches that um, have not been confirmed, but their potentials to be matches. Um, and it's just, it's two more championship matches, which is fresh. There will definitely be non-championship matches that are on the pre-show, um, which I won't be able to predict because they're not going to announce them until like Sunday at 3 p.m. probably. Um, but so the first one is Street Profits versus um, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, and again, this is not confirmed, but it'll probably be set up on Friday night. Um not a whole lot to say here. Uh, I think the Street Profits are retained. They've held the titles for a while, just like um, New Day have, and they're riding a big wave of momentum. And I think, again, just the tag the tag team division in the WWE in general is kind of in shambles. Um, and I just I don't see the Street Profits dropping it to a team like Ziggler and Root, especially since they're kind of newly reformed as a team. Um, and this feud like just randomly began to, so I don't see them dropping the titles out of blue, out of the blue, um, to them. And then the other potential match is Sami Zayn versus Big E for the, uh, Intercontinental Championship. And again, this is another one where I still, I honestly don't even think we're going to get this match. Um, I mean, we got it for, um, it was a non-title match, I think, last week, and Sami Zayn was un- able to win by basically coaxing Biggie out of the ring, crawling under the ring, and then basically get- getting Biggie stuck under the ring, and then he crawled back in uh, right before the count of ten to get a count up victory. So, if this match happens, that's definitely going to how a very similar fashion is going to end um, as well, because there's no way they're going to have Sami Zayn just get a clean as a whistle victory over Big E when he's in the middle of his singles push and, like we said, most likely on his way to a Royal Rumble victory and main event match at WrestleMania. Um, So I don't see... That's why I just don't see this match happening at all because it's like it's kind of lose-lose because it's either you have Sami Zayn win, which I guess you could have him win in a non-clean way just to have another match on... um, but then Biggie would have to quickly move on to something else. Um, but if Big E wins, then he's the Intercontinental Champion, and then he's gonna have to end up dropping it fairly soon. Um, because it never really works to have a champion win the Rumble. Um so yeah, either way, I I mean, A, I don't see this match happening, but B, if it does happen, um Sami Zayn's gonna win regardless. Um <clears throat> So, yeah. So, those are all the matches. Um, I think it's going to be a a pretty decent pay-per-view. I mean, again, it's TLC, so it's going to be one of the more physical ones. Um, I am surprised, though, because in in past TLC pay-per-views, they've had, obviously, TLC matches, but then they'll usually have separate tables matches, ladders matches, and chairs matches. So... We have we don't see any of those. We only have two TLC matches, and the rest are just singles matches, which is a little odd to me. Um, I would have expected like maybe the New Day match to be a ladder match, um, and you know maybe put like the Sasha Banks Carmella match as a chairs match or something. Um, and I really think they would have done the Nia Jax Shayna Baszler match. As a tables match, so that they can call back to that time where nine weeks in a row, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax put Lana through the announce table. So it's like, hey, let's make this a tables match so they can do it again. And oh, wait, no, Lana put them through a table. Oh, yay. Um, And I think my stream just cut out again, dude. What the heck? okay sorry about that everyone Um, stream cut out again so we're just going to finish it on audio here Um, but yeah so that's basically it for the pay-per-view I think it's going to be a decent pay-per-view like I said it's always a more physical one Um, we'll see if they change any stipulations for any of these matches and if they add any more matches um, I will try to include them in my predictions on the Facebook post on Sunday Um, but yeah um, make sure you check out the podcast on social media. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are Sports Talk with Swag. Twitter is stwscast. You can write an email to sportstalkwithswag at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where we continue to attempt to live stream every new episode. Um, and I will continue to try to work out the kinks uh, with the live streams. I don't know what's been going on the past couple, couple weeks, but they just keep getting kicked off the internet. I don't know why. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for, uh, checking out the episode and I will see you in the next one. Peace.